0: Hey everyone, welcome back to episode 55 of the Mess Hall Podcast. This week's interview is with Ward Sutherland, he's the uh, local councillor in Calgary here for Ward 1, so that's where I live, and it was great to have him on. We sat down in the diner in Calgary here, we just talked about food in and around the community, which there are some really good spots that I agree with him, and I You know, I love pizza. I love shawarma. We both talked about that. We talked about some great barbecue and his love and passion for it. So uh, make sure you listen to the whole episode and on with the show. The Mess All Podcast is a proud member of the Alberta Podcast Network, powered by ATB. And usually I give a a podcast shout-out, but I'm going to change it up this week. I'm going to give four podcast shout-outs. You know The great thing about being part of the Alberta Podcast Network is it lets me listen to a whole bunch of different podcasts, but there's one group of podcasts that I really like, and it's movies. I I like listening to people's different takes on movies, so I'm going to give you four really, really good podcasts that you should listen to. So I'm going to start off with Bollywood is for Lovers, Matt and Aaron explore the world of Hindi cinema through the lens of two Canadian cinephiles. You know, this is a good one. I, I enjoyed it. It was one of the very first ones that I started listening to when I joined the Alberta Podcast Network. So I like their guests when they have one on. And, you know, it just gives a different take on some different movies that I personally wouldn't have watched unless it was for these guys and gals. So, And then the next one, Emily missed out, or did she? Um, I really like this one. Again, Emily and... Bernadine watched classic pop culture movies that you know, Emily didn't watch when she was younger. But, you know, I agree with some of her statements. Personally, for the movies that I really liked and she didn't think she missed out on, I think she did. So, again, Emily missed out. Make sure you give that a listen as well. Um, I have some notes with Greg, Colin, and Scott. Again, I... I Really like this one. I went back and listened to a bunch of them, especially the ones that have some notes on for some of the movies that I like. So, again, I don't want to get too much into it, but just make sure you listen to it. And finally, repodcasting. Janet and Lucilia talk about some of their favorite and not-so-favorite movies. And, again, I've gone back and listened to some of them that I really liked. I really like how they would take some of the actors out and put in some of the better actors that they think that would fit into the role a little bit better. And I really, really love the part where they put Tony Danza in every movie. And, like, why not? He's he's a great actor. Tony Danza is awesome. So make sure you listen to that. And, again, that was re-pro- Repodcasting. I have some notes. Emily missed out. And Bollywood is for lovers. You know, four great podcasts on the internet. Ab- Alberta Podcast Network and make sure you give them all a listen. Uh We're in the best hall. If we're having a chat, what and where you like to eat, and everything like that.
1: All
0: Podcast. Ward Sutherland, Councillor, Ward 1 in Calgary here. Welcome to the Mess All Podcast. Thank you very much. Um, I've been excited for this. It's good to have somebody different on my podcast. Um, Like I said, we won't get into anything political, which is great, but just great food talk. So um, I know when I sent you a message earlier on and you said you'd love to talk about pizza and restaurants and Ward 1 especially. Um, I'm going to get right down to it. What are some of your favorite places in, in Ward One here? Like well, Northwest Calgary almost?
1: Well, first I like to say is I, I love food. Yeah. And But the food has to be good. There, there's a big difference between the two. And uh, in my previous life, I was what they call a, a road warrior. I traveled all across Canada. I'd leave uh, Monday morning, come back Thursday night. Okay. So I've, I've eaten in a lot of restaurants all over Canada and then uh, when I travel. And when I travel, actually my main focus is uh, food. Okay. So uh, when I'm in the states or I go into Europe, etc., I always kind of uh, talk to the locals. And when I when you talk to the locals, they're the ones that actually really know where the food is. Exactly. So uh, I do appreciate it. And I was in the restaurant business for several years, so I have that background too. So we got you know what I think Calgary's really changed over the last, especially seven eight years on. The variety and the different yeah. ethnic types of foods that uh, really have unique flavors. And um, in Ward 1, I think we have some great spots. And when we're talking about pizza, uh, I have a local spot up near where I live is Mad Rose. Okay. And why their pizza is so good is, first of all, they they have the thicker crust, but it's, it's the old type of pizza pizza that I like that's like half an inch thick. Yeah. So you actually have some toppings. It's those other pizzas where, you know, you can't even taste anything and where's the toppings? I'm into you get that, ha- you know, meat lovers and you get everything there and it's nice and thick and lots of cheese and the dough has a little bit of sweetness and a crust to it. It's, it's, it's absolutely, you know, delicious. Um, it, costs, it costs more but, uh, you know, it's uh, better than that $5 one. You can get three of those and you can be full but it's not an experience at all. It's a huge difference.
0: Yeah, I think what you said right at the end there, eating is an experience. Um, You can go out and get your fast pizza or whatever, but the experience is more worth it and it's worth paying for. I'd rather pay $15 for a nice pizza instead of $5 for three pizzas and just not be satisfied, you know.
1: Absolutely. And and it's uh, word of mouth, and I mean... uh, I, I, I really like all different types of food. So I eat uh, East Indian, um, yep. me- you know, Mexican, uh, European, um, Russian. Uh, I, I like it all. There ha- there hasn't been, uh, unfortunately, there hasn't been one food that I haven't <laughs> liked. And uh, it keeps me at the gym a lot and in, in working out. But uh, we have some great choices here. Another one in, uh, we're talking in Boness here. We're at, uh, as you know, the Angels Drive-In. I've been coming... Uh, Coming here for quite a while, yeah. and I'm, I'm addicted to the Mushroom Burger. Nice, nice. And I love the Mushroom Burger here, and uh, they take care of it. It's a kind of a tradition. It's it's almost like, you know, Peter's. Everybody goes to Peter's because yeah. it's been there for years. Uh, I'm sorry, Peter's, but uh, Angel's is better.
0: i um, going to agree with you, too. Um, I've, I've heard about this from a friend that I used to work with years and years ago. And he said how great it was, because he used to live in the Bonas area, and he uh, said, I have to try it. So when I did, you're right, the burgers are amazing. Um,
1: it, uh, you know what I think the difference is, is you have a, a small business owner that has been here for a lot of years, and I, you know, every time I drop by, he's here. So you know, it, you're in hospitality, he's here all the time, day yeah, and night, yeah. and he cares. And, exactly. and it's kind of like when you get... You, uh, you know, the challenge is, is when you have more than one unit in your franchise or anything like that, it just becomes too cookie cutter and it, it, it's just can't deliver the same type of flavor. Yeah, and uh, and the care and attention is a lot better when you have uh, small entrepreneurs doing these restaurants, just like a chef. It's kind of like there's always a difference between the chef and the assistant, there's always a separation between yeah. the two. So, um, I, I think because he's around. Um, another one that I really like here is salt and pepper as you know that family's been around for a long time uh, the uniqueness is in the uh, uh, in their food and uh, they do a good margarita yeah. That, yeah that's a good drink there too uh, up in Royal Oak we have a ton of restaurants now we have several years on faux uh, Faux is the the big one and uh, I, I think for me like when a, I I really enjoy foaux but there's a big difference um, when you get to the sauté, whether or not it has a strong peanut flavor or not, that okay. kind of stuff. And there's some great, uh, great restaurants, like you said, Royal Oak, to go up there. Try some food up there. Ask for the the uh, sauté. Get a little bit spicy. That yes. creates a little bit. They, their ingredients are always fresh. What we're missing, I think, in uh, uh, Ward One Two is more of uh, uh, more. We don't really have a steakhouse here.
0: No, I'm Matador. Or is that yeah. Ward
1: 1? Is that right on the board? Yeah, it is in Ward 1. I, I think Matador's there, but... It's, um, it's more pizza, too. It's, yeah. yeah. You know what? They actually have the old-fashioned pizza, too. There, so that's good there, too. Yeah. So I'm going to get in trouble for picking my favorites, you know. <laughs> now the owners are going to call me up and go, hey, aren't I good? And I go, you know, you know we have some great restaurants, but uh, we're missing a steakhouse here. Okay. And, you know, like... what they specialize in. They're really good at. Um, Caesar's has been around for a lot of years. Uh, again, in, see, seniors, oh boy, Caesar's, um, that's more of a family one, that's a, a tradition. A lot different from highs. It's a franchise. Yeah, I, I can tell the difference between them. Yeah,
0: yeah. Um, Vintage chop Houses is great. I've had there. I've never been to Caesar's. It's, I'm not a huge fan of steakhouses. Um, I think just being a cook where I can cook a steak at home and I think I can get pretty good quality on it. But where I like to eat out is those places like, almost like shawarma places or pho places because I don't always have those ingredients at home. Like, and you talked about pho and that brought a smile to my face because I know I've had pho this week already. I was sick, so I find when I have pho, it just clears everything out. Have it nice and spicy. spicy. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm a big fan of pho. It's...
1: Yeah, I, I'm glad you brought up shawarma because um, last year uh, Jerusalem Slopes yes. opened up in uh, Royal Oak. Yep. And, I, and, you know, I was driving by there and I was, uh, I was, I was Try- driving by to get my coffee at Tim's. And um, it's just like coffee too, right? Everybody likes their flavor of coffee. Yeah. I'm a Tim's person and, you know, if I want to latte or something, then I'll stop by Starbucks, but I don't like their coffee because it has that burnt flavor to it, but yeah. people like that. I don't like it. I like more of a Tim's, but yeah. anyways, I was driving by there, and I actually saw a lineup outside, huh. and, and I was curious. I go, well, why is this lined up? And, um, uh, anyway, I, I mentioned to my wife, I said, well, it was later during the week we went over, and there was a lineup, and, well, what's going on? And, and then, uh, uh, most of the people inside, uh, We're ethnic people, and and that's your number one sign that the food is actually really good. Yeah, it's kind of like when you go to a Chinese restaurant, and there's no Asians there. That might tell you something. Yeah, it might not be uh, as authentic. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Are you going to eat this? Uh, sure. So, thanks. So, anyways, we we went to line up, and oh my God, was that ever delicious!
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Uh, And I didn't really appreciate that sandwich. I've had it before. Like, I normally go to Donair Place. Yeah. No comparison at all. No, no. Like, it was like, wow, what an experience. And and the different sauces and the fresh ingredients. Uh, It was completely different.
0: Yeah. I was blown away. I've been there a couple times. I've been to other Jerusalem shawarmas. Um, I first had um, shawarma when I went to Pita Basket up in Crowfoot area. And that blew me away. I loved it. And now that Jerusalem Swarm Has opened up I love that too And it's like It's hard to pick Which I like more it's, uh, My wife is Definitely more of a fan Of Jerusalem Swarm I'm a fan I can't pick Which one I like more It's It eats me up inside But
1: <coughs> well, what it do you just, go with Do you go do with the chicken Or the Dorme uh, Dorme meat
0: What kind of meat Are you a fan of Um Lately I've been Doing chicken I've been enjoying The chicken swarm A lot more Um I'm originally from the East Coast, so when I want a donair, I want a donair, like an East Coast-style doner. I've come to terms with, if I go to a place like that, I'm not going to get that East Coast-style doner, so I just don't get it. And, yeah, so chicken swarmer for me is awesome. I just love it. swear to go. Hey, everyone, just going to take a quick time out to bring you an ad. Uh, this episode of the Mass Hall Podcast is brought to you by Let's Do Coffee. It's a podcast hosted by Daniel Van Leen and produced by the MAUGI Center for New Venture and Student Entrepreneurship at NAIT. Each episode features an interview with student entrepreneurs or Nate alumni. They dive into topics that explore their challenges, questions, and fears involved in operating their companies. It comes out every two weeks, so make sure you give it a listen. Um, to find out more, go to nate.ca slash Center and you can find out even more about it. I
1: mean, there's a ton of great restaurants. Um, I go to cookers when I want some steak ends. I'm into grilling. So actually, uh, my uh, two brothers and I and uh, my brother-in-law and a couple of my nephews now, uh, we have a barbecue team. And we compete on barbecue on the boat. Oh, nice, nice. So uh, I'm the rib guy. So my specialty is ribs. So I really like barbecuing, and most people don't. want to, I, you always have to correct them and say, uh, when you're, there's a big difference between grilling and barbecuing. They're yes. not the same thing at all. Grill is, you know, you have your propane tank. Barbecue is, you're you're doing your coals, smoking, etc. Yeah. Uh, you know, Booker's is another great place for steak ends and, and uh, um, another Mexican restaurant that I really like I, I go there actually for the margaritas is uh, Anejo the, the chili coconut habanero margarita is to die for nice nice that's another great one there too so it's uh, you know we have a lot of experiences in Calgary now and it's great to see it's a tough business too as you know yes it, most restaurants you know I think two out of three fail on a regular basis and people are fickle because you're you're a trend one day and next not, and you you constantly have to change that menu yeah. uh, to what the trends are. So I, I appreciate all that stuff in the background. So when it's a great meal, it kind of it's a bonus for me because I really uh, appreciate
0: all the hard work it takes to actually get there. Yeah, yeah, um, that's awesome that you're part of barbecue on the bow. It's one of my favorite events that I like to see, and it's um, I'm a huge bar- barbecue fan. Uh, so what are you, uh, what are you using for your smoker? Like?
1: So that, that's funny that you ask that is, so we have on a team, we have six different types and we've been playing around with it cause we've been in doing this for about nine, 10 years now. Okay. Uh, so I had the, uh, when I was doing my ribs, I had the traditional, um, uh, the, the bullet yeah, called the bullet and, um, the Weber bullet, the black bullet. And that's what I've been doing my ribs on. And, uh, year and a half ago, I actually uh, switch over to the Traeger and start doing the pellets. Okay. And uh, I thought, you know what, I thought, oh, that's a lazy person's uh, barbecue. But uh, the challenge we have in Calgary is our exterior temperature. So when everything, especially when you're barbecuing, everything's about temperature and consistency because it's at such a low temperature you have to cook it at. Yeah. And uh, I find when we're competing, especially in September... Uh, Sometimes we've had snowfall and everything. It, it, it's very difficult to control that temperature uh, uh, on a bullet. And I found the Traeger is uh, much more consistent for that. Um, and it comes down to two things I think is uh, really important is one is obviously the temperature and two is uh your rub. Yeah. That's the magic rub and what you're gonna do with it. So depending on what you're cooking, there's also infusion is critically critically important. So I have a specialized rob and I experiment with it, and then I, uh, after the cooks, I it with a mix of uh, Jack Daniels uh, honey and apple juice.
0: Nice, nice. And
1: so I'm constantly you know doing that, and then of course your sauce at the end. But uh, it's it's that uh, team playing and hanging around people that that love the food. Yeah, you know just hanging and. That's the fun of it, and then comparing recipes and and uh, and also obviously comparing your food—who's better and who who does some uh, unusual stuff—is really cool. Uh, nice. It's a lot of fun and it's a great hobby. Yeah. And it's kind of a hobby you could do when you're retired too. Okay.
0: Yeah.
1: You know, yeah. but uh, you know, I'm not too happy with this new food guide that says don't have meat. <laughs> what's What's with that?
0: You're talking barbecue on the bow. Have you ever placed or? Um, the
1: best. I had gone personally in like 10th. Okay. And you know what? There, there's usually about 43 teams, and uh, the majority of them are actually professionals, so they come in and they compete. So, and, and then you should see, well, you've been there, you should see the rips. they're like 150000 <laughs> yes. rips. So I'm sitting there with my trigger and my bullet competing, so, and, and uh, I, I was really proud just at 10th to get I'm happy. Yeah. So the best we've come in as a team is 14. Okay. Um, and you know what? It's, it's about having the fun, and even to get there, if, if we're in the top 20, we're happy because we're going against professionals. Yeah, yeah. So uh, it's all about the fun and, and learning and, and hanging out with your friends. And uh, uh, what, I, I think one of the highlights for me is um, in this competition, the first one you submit is called the chef special. I like that one because uh, you can do anything you want. There's not really rules with that one. Yeah. It's some really crazy wild stuff comes out, even baking comes out, cookies, and uh, all, all different. I don't have the imagination to <laughs> go there, but yeah. maybe that's, that's for you guys to just figure out. Yeah. But it, it's a ton of fun, and, and I enjoy doing it at home. Uh, Barbecue, you know, for different people. and. It's quite the experience now, it's a whole new culture now, you know, yeah. especially uh, on TV, and like even my two daughters. I, I taught them how to cook when they like six, started doing and, and then also uh, cooking and making all different ethnic dishes. So yeah. people are surprised when they'll have all the different dishes and have no problem and, and uh one's a really good uh one's a really good chef. Yeah in
0: water
1: is kind of one of those she's not really interested in, it, yeah. but all of a sudden now that she's 23, she wants to learn how to cook, when, and that's a good thing, but, yeah. uh, and, and doing it in a healthy way, and uh, unfortunately one of them turned into a vegan, and uh, I'm having challenges with that because I, I love my meat, so yeah. Uh, yeah. But, uh, it is what it is, but uh, you can actually have some great tasty food that's not meat, and Yeah. I will admit.
0: Yeah, I, I've been finding some nice recipes that aren't meat. We we used to do, a, and we occasionally do now still, meatless Mondays at home. So um, my wife's pretty creative. So she comes up with some pretty cool dishes. Um, so is there anything that you cook at home that really impresses your family?
1: Um, well, <coughs> I, I remember from the old... Uh,
0: I'll do the You know, I'll do
1: the fajitas and quesadillas with different spices. Uh, I do use the uh, chi-chi's uh, queso yeah. recipe. Uh, yeah. Those, uh always helps. Okay. Um, uh, do a great French onion soup. Uh, I, I like it. Actually, the only time I cook it, to be honest, is during the summer when all the onions are because they have a very distinct taste to them. Okay. It makes a great uh, French onion soup. And then the barbecue you know, I like I like grilling the vegetables and nice, uh, nice. doing the uh, shish kebab type thing because you got vegetables and everything else, good meals. Uh oh, okay. Yeah. And it's fun to do in and, and you know, we'll watch the uh, chef shows we'll uh go on and use Netflix and and get ideas from there which, which is really cool and and uh I I I think what I really enjoy to be honest is People are recognizing uh, produce and local produce. Yes. And this is, uh, I'll, I'll get into only a little bit of politics on this side. It, it's really cool that's coming out. It's like I know in Bonest there's a couple of different um, smaller companies where you have these uh, houses in the mature areas that have massive yards. And they come out so they can go out and uh, they say, you know what, I'll do a garden in your backyard and I'll give you so much of your. sell it to the local restaurants and stuff like that. It's a really,
0: really cool idea. It is, I like that idea. And it
1: is happening all over the place. In fact myself I don't remember a lot of time when my wife does it. Um, you know we do the lettuce. Lettuce in particular
0: is, oh my god when you like when you grow your own green lettuce it actually has flavor. Yeah, yeah. I agree with you. I one of the things that I was really successful with growing is a zucchini. I, I find that just my son came in from the house one day and he had this giant zucchini and I didn't check them for a couple weeks and I thought and the first thing I asked him where did he get that and he said from the garden and I didn't believe it better like it was two handfuls of zucchini and so some backyard gardening is worth it and I think the climate in Calgary does it like there's not a long term growing period, but that short period that we have, you can grow amazing things and I've heard people like you have the right yard facing south and just you can grow so many tomatoes and like one guy didn't even know what to do with all of his tomatoes that I was talking to and just so I like that idea of backyard gardens. It's, it's, it's
1: awesome that's creative for other companies to do it and entrepreneurs so like if you're out there and you're thinking about it. And neighbors or seniors or whatever do have after gardens as long as you're allowed. You know you want to do the work. Uh, it's yeah. a great reward. I was uh, politically wise. Uh, the one thing that's really creative that I've been looking at is uh, whether or not we can do incentives in warehousing. Just because you are doing this in other cities, is let's say someone wants to come in and They want to build a warehouse. Uh, where do you be able to create incentives where you would do uh, a, a garden? covered garden yeah. uh on top of the warehouse. But you, you have to have that design from day one I mean, you just can't add it to the fact. Yeah. And uh, get some local grow and you could do that during the winter. Uh, yeah. You know, obviously because it's indoors. Um, we need to do, start doing creative stuff in that because I mean, as you know stuff gets shipped down and it takes several days and the flavor's different and the put chemicals on and then there's a difference between the flavors. So yeah. we can be more creative I think uh, in our climate things. I just got, uh, uh, we just bought my wife actually for Christmas one of those um, herb gardens. Okay. You know, the, the little ones you to put the shoots in. Yeah. And the lights there yeah. already. So, because we're into the herbs, she likes fresh herbs. Nice. And uh, you can do that all winter, you know, indoors. So, you can be a little creative and get some of the stuff that you like and, and do it indoors with the new technology. Um, so, there some other people want to micro other stuff. <laughs> yeah. I mean, <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah uh, herbs are amazing one of my favorite things in life is um, in the morning fresh herbs eggs just that's perfect meal right there almost just I just love fresh herbs and it's like if you get some fresh herbs rub them in your hand and release that oil and just insensuates the smell and just I, I just love fresh herbs so it's I'm really excited because this
1: uh, August I'm going to uh, first time I've been there in Italy. nice nice um, Obviously, it's absolutely beautiful there, but it's beautiful and liquid.
0: Yes. <laughs>
1: Olive oil and everything that we do. anything. I'm pretty excited and uh, we're currently mapping out where we're going to go uh, and watch a lot of videos. Uh, um, yeah, I'm stating these same videos. Actually, on Netflix, there's this tour of Italy and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And best places to eat and stuff like that. So uh, I'm kind of excited doing that.
0: I'm excited for you because Italy is one of those spots that I'd love to go to with food. Especially if you ever had a chance to get something made by a grandmother where they take that time and effort and the love. and It takes them six, seven hours to make something, but it's so well worth it. I think Italy is one of those places that is magic in terms of food.
1: My my wife, uh, her British, so I've gone back and forth to eat a lot of Yeah, I'm sorry, I might have said some but It's was good, They're pretty black. Fish and chips and mushy pea it's a good experience and it's tasty but uh, going
0: beyond that Yeah, and and I I've never heard too many good things about British food but I, I think that's classic British food Like, but yeah, I, I'm still excited for you for Italy because that's that's just amazing I, like I said, Italian food is so, so good, and it just I think it's one of those experiences too where the Italian people gather and they it's not just about the food, it's how they present it, and you're getting family together. And it's it, like we talked about earlier, it's about the experience and how you enjoy it. So, absolutely.
1: And uh, the, I mean, I guess before we sign off, one of the, one of the other things I think is great being a counselor is uh, you know we've added so many festivals uh, to Calgary now ethnic festivals where where you can really experience actually that homemade uh, uh, tasting of the different ethics when they're coming out and uh, it I I just encourage people to go out because when you go it is actually homemade and and you really get uh, exposed to uh, different vegetables and um, types of meals that you couldn't even imagine a terrific experience just to you know, get your palate going see yeah. how that goes um, and you know, when you show up guess what uh, everybody makes money and they'll do it the again and you yeah. can have that experience and yeah. that, being exposed to all different cultures is a great thing Yeah, and, you know, and that's who we are as culture humans anyways now it's, it's, uh, it's awesome
0: yeah you're, you're so right there and I, I think I'm just going to leave it there with that great story um Thanks again for coming on the podcast. It was really fun. I enjoyed it. So it's my pleasure. Thanks.
1: And maybe we'll come back
0: after we will talk about it. Yeah, I'd love to have you again.